0: Welcome to the Marcia Miyaki show where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools and tangible strategies to uplevel your life, business and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyaki, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical research business and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. How do we move through our emotions? How do we build this skill of emotional regulation? And importantly, how do we move from the lower frequency emotions to higher frequency emotions? I'm going to give you a couple of really simple steps that can be a framework for you to help you move through feeling bad. To feeling a little bit better. And I choose those words carefully in that I'm not guiding you through how to go from feeling bad to feeling ecstatic because that jump for most people is too high and often unsustainable. And it's not that it can't happen or you can't do it or you won't do it or that it's bad to do it, but that emotional regulation and moving through your emotions is actually a skill. So I want to help you get good at this skill of moving through your emotions. And when I say the word through, we literally are moving through. And when we move through something, that means we need to go through several emotions or we're not jumping. Through is steady. So number one is we need to identify or label the emotion. So I mean, that's at the most basic level of emotional intelligence is when we're able to actually feel the changes in our emotions. Can you feel when you're elevated can you feel when you are triggered can you feel when something has upset you in a way where you can articulate it so a lot of us are so unconscious that we go through our day feeling triggered feeling angry feeling sad having these changes in our emotions yet we're not even aware of it and because we're unaware of it we have Buffering techniques. So maybe we'll look at our phone, maybe we'll bite our nails, maybe we'll insert your buffer. So for us to create awareness around it, we need to have some kind of vocabulary around emotions. So it's really funny. There's over 400 emotions, but most people stick to or label under 10. So that just goes to show how much we don't really understand our emotions and we'll clump whole groups of emotions into one label. And so you can download a whole list of emotions and you'll be surprised to see some words on there. Like, wow, I think I have experienced this emotion. So I'll link in the show notes, a list of emotions just for you to have as reference. So when you notice the emotion, if you are present enough and you're not in your head and you're not distracting, you will notice a physiological change in your body. This could be your heart rate. This could be your body temperature. It could be your breathing, but there will be some indicator that there's an elevated emotion. There's something happening. There's a change. And so when we identify that emotion, we are bringing presence to that emotion. And when we label the emotion, we're also making ourselves separate from the emotion. So if you think about children, when they have a big emotion, they become that emotion. It must be actually kind of even scary for them because it's, it's completely out of their control it's like something that gets sprung upon them and they just lash out but if you can bring presence and then you bring a label to it now you are not the emotion and so that's why when you know i'm feeling bad i try not to be like i am sad it's like i'm feeling Something that feels like sadness. I'm experiencing sadness. You're experiencing an emotion. You are not the emotion. So by putting a label on it, you separate yourself. And when you create psychological distance like that, all of a sudden, in a microsecond, you are taking some of your power back because you remember, oh, yes, this is something that I'm feeling. This is not something that I am. Number two is we need to accept the emotion. So this is a really interesting one because it's something that I really grappled with, actually. I worked hard on myself to feel good most of the time, and I expected myself to feel good. And for the most part, I do. And then I remember on days when I wasn't feeling so quote unquote high vibe, I would be angry. Like I didn't like the idea that I wasn't bursting with energy or I didn't like that. I wasn't super excited to start my day. Like I had such high expectations of myself and it was like, I was resisting what is, what is, is that I was feeling agitated or uncomfortable. Now, of course, I'm going to advocate if you are feeling agitated or uncomfortable, you can go in with, you know, um, an inner child healing process. You can bring presence to yourself and give yourself some comforting words. You can maybe move. There's things you can do to shift that emotion. But if that emotion doesn't shift, what are you going to do about it? So one of my favorite quotes that, uh, is from Carl Rogers and he said, the curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. This was such a game changer for me because I wanted to change that emotion. I wanted to feel better. Like, why was I not excited about the day? Whereas when I looked at this quote, I'm like, okay, so what if I just accepted That I didn't feel good because what I found that when I scolded myself for not feeling high vibe, it just made me feel worse. I just felt worse about myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm not who I think I, like you make up all these stories. But when I decided to be like, okay, with the emotion, like, okay, I can accept where I'm at. I experienced some relief the emotion didn't feel as intense and you know Abraham talks about you can't scold someone into alignment it's probably one of my favorite lines too It's like you can't scold someone into alignment you love someone into alignment this is true of kids this is true of everyone and so when I brought some grace and acceptance I realized that I could move that emotion And then step three is you actually move through the emotion with the key word being through. So now that we know the emotion, we have labeled it and we've accepted that it's here. Um, And when I say accept, I'm not talking about I'm here, I've claimed this, fine, this is my new identity. It's accepting i.e. I'm not resisting this because what you resist persists. It's almost like this. When we get angry with ourselves for feeling a certain way, then it brings on shame. So what it does is it brings on more low-frequency emotions, whereas if you can bring a level of neutrality to that emotion, all of a sudden you take away its power, it loses its negative momentum, and now there's room for you to change. This is where we can now move through the emotion. So there are so many ways and you can do this. Some people prefer certain modalities. Sometimes different modalities will be applicable to certain situations and not other situations. It could just be the mood that you're in or even the environment that you're in that is not conducive to one um, approach, but it is for another, etc., so some ways that you can move through your emotion is writing, you can journal, you can write a letter, you, writing is a really good way to empty your mind and to relieve stress. Number two is movement. You can just move, whether you can go for a run or you go for a workout or a walk with the intention of, because intention is super key. Um, it's not that you can't move emotion without the intention, but I find the intention really helps. It helps to expedite. So moving. Um, and then any kind of process, like there's different processes I take my clients through to move through emotion. Some of them are guided through me. Sometimes it's a series of questions. Sometimes I get them to to write something in particular that I'm targeting a specific to move a specific emotion, maybe even prayer or meditation. I really love the concept of prayer if you believe in that, is that you're really surrendering to a greater power and you're taking this weight off of you and basically placing it at the feet of God or whatever you believe. And That can really shift emotion for people. I know it can for me. And then meditation, same thing. Um, You know, and there's so many different types of meditations too. And these can really help you shift your emotions. So, my approach in terms of moving through your emotions is that we want to experience some relief. Like, that is the main goal. I'm not an advocate of. <clears throat> and I've spoken about this before like transformational change that we often talk about in the coaching space. I'm more of the mind of helping you build a skill to make incremental change so that it can lead to transformational change. And so when it comes to moving through emotions, I, even when I'm on calls with my clients, if they're crying, upset about something in their life, like, My goal by the end of that call is not so that they're like, oh, I'm a 10 out of 10. Like, that's not my goal. My goal is to give them some relief. Now, why is some relief? Why would that be my goal and not like feeling amazing? Because my goal is to help give my clients the life skills, critical skills to help them be high performers in their life to have high levels of fulfillment and success. And for them to do that, they need to do that essentially by their own skill set. Like, we can't have somebody there every time to help us regulate our emotions. This is something we need to do on our own. And when we're doing like transformational shifts, that's not often something that somebody can do on their own. It's kind of like, let's say you're a gymnast. Like, I I don't want to spot you to do a backflip right now. I'd rather teach you to do something uh, something that you could do sustainably on your own, like a cartwheel that you can do without me having to spot you because then I don't need to be next to you the whole time. The idea is for you to build a skill that you can strengthen over time but the skill set is often around something that's a lot more incremental rather than transformational. So that's probably the, the most important part of my philosophy around moving through emotions. And the other one that I think is unique to the work that I do is that I really help my clients transcend emotion. From my perspective moving through a negative emotion rather than giving it time to heal time heals all wounds not talking about it, not processing just allowing it to be and not consciously moving through really challenging emotions especially like anger rage fear like the low frequency ones um There is so much power of moving through. And when I say moving through, it's like, can you sit in that discomfort? Can you sit in that yuck? Because when you can sit in that yuck and be a warrior and be like, I'm in this that's when you can truly move through it. And that's when you really have emotional agility and emotional resilience because you're not hiding from a specific emotion. Some of us never want to experience the, the fear of rejection or the fear of failure, those emotions. We don't ever want to feel those. But what if you sat right in it? What if you sat right in it and you, and you didn't die, Right? is essentially what the brain is telling you is, is going to happen should you ever experience fully these emotions. Whereas I empower my clients to be able to sit in that fear, in the despair, and realize that it doesn't have to consume them. And the cool part about that, you might be wondering, like, why the heck would you be encouraging your clients to do this? Well, Since we are always wanting to achieve our greatest life, and the thing that's holding us back is the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, that fear of experiencing those emotions are the reason that we're holding ourselves back from our biggest life. So now if you were courageous enough and you were emotionally intelligent and emotionally resilient enough to sit in that gross feeling and recognize like holy crap I can sit in this and this doesn't consume me and I have the power to shift this you become unstoppable this is a level of you know personal growth high performance that is Often not spoken about. There are a lot of teachers that talk about doing the hard thing, you know, whether it's, you know, like ice baths, you know, whatever it is, like doing the hard thing, you know, making the hard calls in your business. And the same is true in regards to your emotions. Because why are we afraid of our big emotions? Well, we're afraid we're going to get stuck there because in the past maybe we have. But if we can create presence, if we can bring presence to the emotion and we can sit in it and we know, okay, I'm not this emotion, I'm, I'm accepting that this is where I'm at right now. I'm not staying here, but I'm accepting that this is where I'm at and I'm going to move through it to find just a slightly better feeling. I'm not looking to feel ecstatic. I'm looking to feel just a, a little less uncomfortable Now you're beginning to master the skill of true emotional regulation and then you can move up and down that emotional scale as you please. And that is a skill that can take you everywhere. That is a skill that is going to help your relationship. That is a skill that's going to help your business. That is a skill that's going to help your parenting. This is the life skill that is going to help you create the life of your dreams. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.